Today we discuss Cam Akers' injury and more from the NFC West. It's time for Garbage Time. Shit, that's like you read it off a piece of paper or something. I know, right? It's almost like I did. Because I did. You couldn't uh, memorize that, Ron? I don't know. I just wrote it down. I mean, I'm get my advanced age, it takes me a day or two to memorize even the simplest of things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that came across on your guys's, but my intro video was skipping all over the place, so who knows who's it's gonna who's gonna be good. All right. This is Garbage Time Fantasy <laughs> Football. I thought you guys were going to say something, but, you know, whatever. You got to introduce us first. It was You're fun to host. watch you struggle. Yeah, that's my whole life. Anyways, this is Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Uh, today I am joined by Joe, JJ, and Ryan for the first time showing our faces all together as the team. How are you doing, boys? Well, we had two one time, three, and now we're finally up to four. So, you know. Yeah. Counting. We we did it. We're all here. We're going live. Uh, I already don't like it. I already feel like I'm being judged. Um, mainly by you three, though. So We're totally <laughs> judging you. You are. <laughs> all right. Like I said at the beginning, we today we are discussing the NFC West, uh, which will include the news from today. Uh, we have a new voicemail. And what else are we get into? Anything else? We'll see after what Christian has to say. That's true. Another day of proving Joe wrong. Yeah, right. Oh, boy. Let the arguing ensue. How many times do I got to tell you, just like you're packing up your house, you're going to be packing up that trophy and sending it to my house. (laughs) Oh, boy. Are we going to start the fighting already, or do we want to get into the news first? No, no, we'll get into the news first. Do I have to hit the drop for this one bit of news? Absolutely. Every time. God, all right. Here we go. News updates. It's like porn for your ears. Oh, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) You know what's funny is I control it. I don't like the drop, and yeah, I still let it play for way longer than I should. You need to play it through every time, that's all. (laughs) Anyway, what's going on this week? Well, the the main news is, you know, Cam Akers tore his Achilles training. Uh, so he will be out for the entire season, which is, well, what well, the biggest injury for the season so far. Yeah, right before training camp, too. And yeah. I mean, I saw that on a break during work. I was sitting there, and then I saw the Schefter report, and I'm like, really? What the hell? They were hyping him up for this season. They thought this was going to be his second year to break out among a few other guys. So it's really disappointing to see. Yeah. Um, a lot of different stuff coming out about Aaron Rodgers too, but I'm I'm done talking about that. Um, I, that's I'd just like to talk about it a little more. Of course, you would. You want to talk about that two-year contract, JJ? You've got one minute. You've got one minute, JJ. <laughs> I, I don't need a minute. I just Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be on the Packers next year, and it excites me. So 
Is he going to be a Denver Bronco? I don't care where he goes as long as it's not there. Maybe laugh when he goes. I'm going to laugh when he goes to the Vikings. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, the Packers are going to trade him to the Vikings. That'll happen. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first Packer that ended up on the Vikings one way or another. That's, that's why yeah. I said the Vikings. He's going to get traded. That's a two-year process. He'll play for another team for a year, retire, and then come to the Vikings. Right. He'll go to the Dolphins, another AFC East team, <laughs> come back and go to the Vikings. We got it all figured out. Like, we got it. Right? Rodgers hates the Vikings. They always hurt him. Well, if yeah. he can't get hurt if he's on the team. True. I just don't see I it. mean. I love how we technically split over Cam Akers, though. Because we are getting into the NFC West today, so, you know, good move there, guys. Yes. All right, let's jump right into the NFC West, and we will start with... Ah, no, no, no. What? Voicemail. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the voicemail. And you're the host. Well, we use that term lightly around here. (laughs) All right, I'm going to hit the button now. What a shitstorm. Hey, guys, it's your number one hackling fan here. Once again, thank you for calling me out on my lack of feedback towards J.J. and Ryan. However, there's no need to call me out. I have a better track record at leaving voicemails for your dumpster fire of a show than J.J. and Ryan showing up and actually contributing <laughs> something worthwhile. And by the way, Ryan is a school teacher for nothing over the summer, but hibernate, as he so eloquently said on the last episode, which at this point was about a month ago. J.J., let me remind you, now, in order to get a voicemail from me, you actually have to show up and contribute something. <laughs> and since you sort of did that, it looks, looks like it's good. Here you go. You got a bit upset at Joe, and deservedly so for his trash talks on the Saints starting QB. However, for someone that has no breakdowns of his own, has only little flavor takes, and no bold predictions, and is as inconsistent as showing up as Chad Heen is at being a QB, you sure do consume an outrageous amount of airtime. If you want to make yourself talk that much, maybe you should actually be a regular on the podcast. Join that other trashy podcast you decided to go on instead of your own. You're better at talking about how bad the Bears suck than doing anything else. Christian out. Okay, so JJ couldn't hear any of that, which made it so much more perfect. It's so awesome because we're not going to tell him now, and he's going to have to listen back to the show and actually respond to it on something else. Oh, (laughs) man. Give me a a Cliff Notes version. Well, you got bodied for never showing up, um, bodied for your takes on or not having stats or something like that for Taysom Hill. There was so much. It went on you for roasted, so long. You roasted the Bears. Roasted the Bears, yeah. Because yeah. you get a lot of airtime and said you're a traitor for going to another podcast show. <laughs> I mean, he did get after Ryan a little bit for never showing up, too. Which I've only missed, like, what? I missed two shows in a row. <laughs> and all of a sudden. Just, three. Okay. It's been three, buddy. I missed well, two. You missed three. Yeah. Because anyway, it was, for, it was it, just me and Joe for two shows in a row. It's yeah. not about the numbers, JJ. So anyway, for all I was on the road. Like, I was on the road. I joined the show. I went out of town and moving. Come on. Oh God. <clears throat> all right. So for all the listeners that can actually hear that, and JJ was actually going to have to listen to that later. If you want to leave 
very insulting voicemails like that, like Christian does on a regular basis, and we will play them live, go straight to our website at www.garbagetimeff.com. Click the little blue link in the right corner that looks like a speaker and leave your trash for us, and we'll play it on the show. Maybe you'll get I'll on the show say, every I'll week. Say this. I'll say this. Uh, if the only like actual fantasy thing that I got roasted on is not having stats for Taysom Hill, I think I'm doing okay. Well, so. I think you just said your takes were garbage in general. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. There was more. There was more, JJ. There was more. So, You'll have to listen to him. So, we'll JJ, what the show is requesting of you is you're going to have to listen to it after, and then you're going to have to put a clip up on YouTube and Instagram to your reaction to Christian. You guys, so we're live, and the very first comment we have is, why is this guy so angry? <laughs> Because he's friends with Joe. Yeah, because he's friends with Joe. Exactly why. It is the heckling fandom. They heckle so much. But at least we know that everyone else can hear it. It's only JJ that couldn't. I didn't miss much. It doesn't sound like. Oh, you missed so much. No. You're so upset right now. It was a minute and a half long. You missed a lot. All right. So, all right. Moving on. Uh, We will now get into our NFC West breakdown. We will start with the LA Rams. Uh, who wants to get this going? I, I'm not going to ask Ryan because I know he didn't stat anyone out. Hey, I actually did some research on this. so <laughs> I can start this off right now and piss JJ off right from the start. and lead into I love it. Goal if you want. Go for it. All right. Unfortunately, this is not going to piss JJ off because I'm just going to go over to the Seattle just Seahawks. Said... What? Maybe we're later. Going... We're starting with the Rams. I just no. said that. Fine. I just said Fine. we're starting with the Rams. Fine. I'll go down my so... sheet then. You tell me I'm the host, and then you just try to take over. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to just pirate the show like I always do anyway. All right, so we'll do the L.A. Rams, okay? So starting off with the QB, Matt Stafford. Now that we have a Cam Akers injury, um, I've got Stafford statted out for 4,950 yards, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 70 yards rushing, and one TD. I would have statted him out a little bit lower, but with this injury coming up, I think he's honestly going to have to throw the ball a little bit more. Darrell Henderson is still a pretty good running back. Um, That system will still produce a good amount of yards, but they're going to rely heavily on him, and he has shown in Detroit with and that wide receiver cores outside of Kelvin Johnson over the years that he can still throw the ball around the yard. So I think in a very developed offense, he's going to play very well this year. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What were your stats? 4,950 yards, 31 touchdowns. 10 interceptions, 70 yards rushing, one TD. Hey, we're a little we're a little bit off. I only got him for just under 4,500 yards. And 28 touchdowns. So I would like to point out that I received a significant amount of backlash when I said what Stafford's going to do isn't going to be that much greater than what Jared Goff did in L.A. And Jared Goff's best season in L.A., he threw for – 4,700 yards and 32 touchdowns, which is basically Joe's stats. Mm-hmm. And maybe even worse for the extra game. So, But to give you that, JJ, I'm not the one that gave you backlash. I am a Matt Stafford believer. So, Right, but what he's saying is that Stafford isn't going to help the Rams that much. You're right, only a few hundred yards. I, I agree with that. I, I think it's more of the offense as opposed to the quarterback in this kind of a system. See, everyone just, thinks like Stafford is – this huge, huge improvement for them, and he's going to just take them to the next level. I just don't 
I don't think he's that big of an upgrade. He's been on the league for a long time, and I know he's been on the Lions, but I mean, he hasn't. He's inconsistent. He's he's Jay Cutler. He's Tony Romo. He's a quarterback that's going to put up numbers for years, but he just doesn't get you there. So a Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, another one. He's made a couple runs in the playoffs, but still. So so are you saying that quarterbacks that put up numbers aren't good for fantasy? I guess I got sidetracked, and there you go. <laughs> fantasy wise, I, I think the numbers are pretty pretty yeah. well clocked in between you two. Fantasy wise, I think you could still fantasy. help help your team quite a bit. Right now, let's go to the um, anarchy that is Ryan Warner and find out what he thinks. So, oh, ooh, my turn. So I was lower on him than than you guys. <laughs> so I you got so excited. I get to talk. <laughs> I. I, I, have hey. Matt, I have Matt Stafford at like I, I put 4,300 yards. Um, his completion percentage was lower than Jared Goff last year, but on a different team. But his was like 63 or 64%. I think Goff was 67%. Um, with the injury to Akers, they might have to run more, but they do still have Henderson there that only finished one yard behind Akers last season. So he is a capable running back. Um I still see them using the run game quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think the dynamic of the team changes a ton and then throwing the extra game there. So I'm going to say 4,200 yards for Stafford with 30 passing touchdowns. An interesting tidbit that you brought up about the running backs there too, which we'll get into shortly too, is uh, there was a report out today saying the Rams are not looking to add a veteran to that backfield as of yet too. So. I think they'll go into training camp early, see what they got, and if they don't like what they see, maybe consider it. Yeah, and Henderson actually had um, like only he had like seven less attempts than um, Akers did, but mm-hmm. was right behind him in yards. So definitely a capable running back. Uh, Average four and a half yards a carry per compared to Akers four point three. Um, so I, I I think he's still a pretty capable guy, and I don't think they're going to completely ditch the run game. I think they'll almost kind of keep status quo. Yeah, I think got, it's going to uh, add just slight stats to Stafford. Yeah. I've got Daryl Henderson uh, rushing for 223 yards. 223 yards. 223 <laughs> carries. 981 yards and six TDs. Uh, I think he does good, but I do think they work in that other guy, Xavier Jones. Like that report you talked about said they like both of these guys. So I think they work them both in. So I said Xavier Jones out for 135 carries and 526 yards. How many did you set out Henderson for in yards? 981. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm pretty sure that was like a four and a half yard per carry for in that area. Mm-hmm. So I they think... also are rumored to like uh, Raymond. Col- I'm going to pronounce his last name wrong. Colette Calisis. He's a seventh round pick too. They said he's kind of a short, stocky running back. But he's kind of more of the role in Henderson, so I think Xavier Jones is going to uh, take that second role there too. Um, I actually had Darrell Henderson set it out for 1,150 yards, so I think he's going to be very well in this offense. Six touchdowns, um, 150 yards receiving, one receiving TD, and I also have Xavier Jones now helping to fill the void a little bit. 550 yards, uh, five touchdowns, two receiving, so I think he's going to be the goal linebacker. Maybe. I, don't know. I so think not, if he plays seventeen games, if he plays seventeen games, I think your guys' numbers are a little low. 
Um, I, I don't think he played 17 games. Yeah, that's that was the thing last year. He uh, he couldn't get in a group because he kept getting banged up. Mm-hmm. So I think they have to add someone when Joe has to look at his list like this to figure out who the hell the guy is. They'll probably <laughs> they'll probably add someone else. Hey, um, Adrian Peterson's looking to be fair. Me looking at that to list with stats, I already picked Xavier Jones up in our dynasty league. So I saw I that sneaky little. Was. We were talking about it before you even went in. You made that <laughs> went behind everyone's back and how do you like made that? that sneaky pickup? That's what you got to do to win. That's... You got to get those dynasty moves in. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to these wide receivers. Uh, can we can up. we just stop that thought one quick, real quick, and just go over potential veterans they could add if they do change their mind? I don't care. Go ahead. Um, I was thinking we were talking about potentially Le'Veon Bell. I don't think that's a really good fit. Um, but a name I really haven't heard brought up yet is, what do you guys think about Adrian Peterson in this backfield? He's a decent veteran. Um, I think he's a team player now. I think he could be someone they could add back there potentially. Yeah, I think he just wants to play football now. Mm-hmm. I think and if he, if he thinks now. there's a chance to play there, then he would go there. Which... I mean, Daryl Henderson does get injured from time to time, and I, you know, we don't really know about this Xavier Jones guy. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I think the reason I brought up Le'Veon Bell is because of McVeigh's offense. Like, you think about Gurley's best fantasy season. One of the reasons it was so good is because they utilized him out of the backfield catching the ball, and that's something obviously Le'Veon Bell's pretty good at. And Peterson is not really a pass catcher. Um, kind of has a reputation of being more of a two down back. And then, so I think Bell would probably be a better fit than Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Peterson will probably get on a team sometime in the regular season when a team is decimated by injuries. I think he'll get in somewhere, but I don't know. Yeah, I heard someone else mention Frank Gore. Don't go down that path. No. <laughs> Just don't do that. Retire, bro. The- the endless, the ins- unstoppable Frank Gore. <laughs> the unfantasy relevant Frank Gore. Yeah, but it's such a great story. Oh, yeah. I'm cheering for his he, son. His son plays for my alma mater, so at Southern Miss. Dude, so. I, I'm telling you, he's trying to stay in the league until his son comes in. He Same wants team. to play by his son one time. That's <laughs> what he wants. I'm telling you, that's what he wants. We will see. Yeah. All right, now can we move on to the wide receivers? Yes. You're All right, right. The, ones, the ones I have statted out are Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and their rookie, Tutu Atwell. Um, I got Robert Woods as the main beneficiary of this passing game with 102 receptions and 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Woods is one of those guys that's always, always overlooked in fantasy football. And undervalued. And undervalued, yeah. He, he's always a, at least a wide receiver, too. And, yeah, he's always being drafted as, like, a wide receiver, a bottom of the wide receiver three every time. Um, and I think that's kind of interesting with the Cam Akers injury. It might actually increase his value just a little bit, too, because he has rushing ability, and they like to use him in trick plays. Might give yeah. him a touchdown or two more this year. I will say I don't know how much those trick plays come into play, though, because I think that's why they brought in Tutu Atwell. Yep, that's awesome. I think he takes a lot of those trick plays away. I actually have Tutu Atwell statted for more rushing yards than he has receiving yards. 
because oh. I got I got Atwell statted for 115 attempts for 552 rushing yards. I really think he's wow. going to get a lot of different, like lining up in the backfield even. Like I think they line him up at running back as like some weird trick plays. I don't know why. It's yeah, like who a is this, Cordell Patterson? I, I honestly think that's kind of how they're going to use him. I know he's a lot smaller in stature and everything, but they might try to use that as like he can get lost behind that offensive line on some weird sweeps and end arounds. Mm-hmm. Like I just think that he might do that. I understand that they didn't have a lot of draft picks this year and them picking him, you think kind of gives the impression that they might use him a lot, but I think he might be drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit too much on that. I, I could be. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll have it. It's 100% carries, possible. But I definitely see him using him on reverses, um, Tyreek Hill type plays behind the line of scrimmage, things like right. that, the diversion. And he'll probably play a little bit of special teams too. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely possible. He's definitely a gadget guy that can move all over the field. So, be interesting to watch. He's one of the guys I'm really looking forward to watching in the preseason, see how he looks. Right. Yeah. So you can scoop him up in Dynasty. All right. So for Cooper Cup, I've got him for 94 receptions and 1,200 yards. I think both of these guys are going to have great years. Uh, Matthew Stafford likes to target wide receivers, and I just think these are probably – this is probably one of the best duos he's had at wide receiver in his entire career. I mean, he had Calvin Johnson. Obviously, that's the best wide receiver he's ever had. But as a duo, I think this may be the best one he's had. Although Kelvin Johnson himself might be better than both of them combined. Well, yeah, yes. but I mean that's that's apples to oranges right there. Like, yeah. So are you all done with the wide receiver core then, Ron? I mean, the other two guys, I don't have them statted for much really at all to make them fantasy relevant. I think it is these two and the tight end. I've got a little bit of parody, I guess, to you then. Um, so I don't really have two to actually stat it out that much. Uh, I've got Cooper Cup at 1,100 yards this year, ATDs, and I think he'll have 50 yards rushing with two rushing touchdowns. Um, Robert Woods at 1,000 yards, one rushing touchdown, six TDs. So they're going to use them very similarly. They're going to have similar numbers, like they seem to pair each other off every year. And then I've actually got the outbreak player of this offense actually being Van Jefferson. I see him having 700 yards and four touchdowns. They're going to use him. Yeah, I, I just couldn't get there. I got 471 for Van Jefferson. Like, he's not completely nothing, but I think he's I'm more... A, I'm a little higher on him. Than you. I think he's better for this offense than he is for fantasy. If that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Anybody if else? Guys, if one of those guys goes down, though, I think he can fill in either. Oh, yeah. Spot. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Ryan, do you got anything to say? Nope. Covered it. Of course not. <laughs> Although I'm very happy to have Robert Woods on like almost all my fantasy teams because, like you said, you get him super cheap and he's always. He's well, always didn't, you, didn't you have every single Ram on your fantasy teams last year? Like, not yeah, spread out, Ryan just like Rams one team. Players. I, yeah, well, I know I had Cup and Woods together on a team. And, hey, it worked out. I was not don't, disappointed with those two. Don't, don't draft drunk, kids. Yeah, it's it doesn't work out. It's fun when it's happening, but then the next 15 weeks are just like, 
It's like the longest hangover you'll ever have. Well, to be fair, drunk or sober, Ryan doesn't end up with running backs because it ends up being the sabotage draft or him drafting drunk, and there's no running backs on this team either. Right. True. <laughs> Who needs them? All right. We'll, we'll get out to the tight end here with Tyler Higby. Uh, I got him for 80 receptions and 881 yards. Holy shit, really? Wow. Breakout. He's going to have a crazy year. The man played like a monster when Gerald Everett wasn't there. Yeah. And now Gerald Everett's not there ever. That's a good year. (laughs) And I mean, they did. I think he has a really good year. They did combine for 85 receptions last year. So Ron's number isn't isn't that crazy. Ron's numbers are never that crazy. Where does that put him among tight ends for you, statting so far? Six or seven then? Stop it. I don't have all that out yet. It's got to be right around there. I had him at 620 and six touchdowns, so I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's going to be top 10, no doubt. Like, absolutely. Oh, yeah, guaranteed top 10. And the where, where you're getting him in the draft, it's 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 silly. Like, you're, you're getting him at the end of drafts, and he could potentially break into the top five. Yeah. Potentially. That's a good point. Anything else? No, I don't think your numbers are that crazy. He had over 700 yards in 2019, so and that was with Everett there again. So um, I absolutely can see a scenario where he's a top five tight end in that offense. Indeed. All right, we'll move on. Any Anything else with the Rams? Anybody? Nothing. Not a lot of parity here. All right. <laughs> we'll yeah. move on. I got the Arizona Cardinals next. Uh Quarterback Kyler Murray, we might have some discrepancy here. I'm not sure how these other guys feel about Kyler Murray. I have him for 4,400 yards, 29 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions, 780 rushing yards with eight rushing touchdowns. Good numbers. Nope. Nobody hates it. All right, moving on. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Anybody else have anything? Um, I think he could hit a thousand yards rushing for sure. So I think he could. I, I agree but I with think that's and actually have him hitting a thousand yards. So I think he's going to use his legs more. So I've got him at three thousand nine hundred yards passing, twenty three passing touchdowns, eleven interceptions, one thousand yards rushing, and seven rushing touchdowns. I, I guess it just makes me nervous because they're already talking about him, and he has come out and said he wants to run less. I think they're going to run him more. <laughs> you think it was just? Trickery. Oh, that's all trickery. He wants yeah. to run less, but that's that's part of his game. Like he when he drops yeah. back a pass, he finds he's so quick and agile, he finds those lanes and makes those plays. It just kind of yeah. happens. So I do believe he could go over a thousand yards. I just don't think that I, I think that's a ceiling. You know what I mean? I wouldn't project for that because do you chances guys see are him more. finishing as a top three uh fantasy QB this year? Uh, I hope he finishes as the top fantasy QB since he's on my dynasty team. That's 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 fair to say. Yeah, uh, JJ, how did you feel about my stats when I said he could have seven rushing touchdowns? Do you feel like it's a little high? No, I think the rushing touchdowns is good. I think he only had him at like twenty three passing touchdowns, which right. I think is way too low. Um, um, I think they're going to sputter a little bit in the passing offense. Um, I understand they added AJ Green, but he, I'm not very high on him. Christian Kirk, I think, is kind of average. I think their passing game might struggle a little bit outside of DeAndre Hopkins. But we'll get more Hopkins, Kirk. We'll I see. mean, Murray Lots had 11. 
Murray's coming off a season of 11 rushing touchdowns with 26 passing touchdowns. So I don't think seven seven rushing touchdowns that unrealistic. I think it might be higher. It's going to be higher. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be eight. I think, that's I think he's going to be an MVP candidate, <laughs> personally. I think he's going to have a really good year. Well, and I mean, he went the first half of all last year as the white or the quarterback one. Like until yeah. he got injured, he was the QB one all of last year. Until that Bills Hail Mary game, he was the yeah. standard, really. So, uh, all right. So, what do we feel about these running backs? Who do we think is the the main guy? Look at Amir; it's going to be split fifty fifty. See, I think they brought James Conner in to do the Kenyon Drake role. I really do. I think no. they're bringing him in. Well, my thing is they wouldn't have brought in someone like James Conner if they thought Edmonds could do it. They would have brought someone else in that could have handled more of the passing change of pace type role, but they don't think Edmonds can handle that. So they brought in someone who could be in there on first and second down. Edmonds will be the passing down change of pace back. Like I still got it pretty close. I got, Connor with 225 carries and Edmonds with 136 carries. Mm-hmm. Like it's not super far off, but. You said they brought in someone though, to take the load away from Edmonds. I think they brought in someone to compliment him because they know James Connor can't stay healthy for an entire season as well. Cause you saw that in Pittsburgh last year. So I, that's not far off your numbers, but I've got Edmonds actually leading this backfield with 750 yards, five TDs. He's going to have two receiving and 290 yards receiving. Uh, I've got James Conner rushing for 600 yards, four touchdowns, one receiving TD, and 170 yards receiving. Like honestly, I think it's going to be a mirror here. They're going to complement each other, and they're just going to come off the field so the other one can rest. I don't know. I just, I just feel like the first thing they did when they realized David Johnson wasn't cutting it is they went and got Kenyon Drake. Regardless, Kenyon, I, don't want to be, I don't want either one of these in fantasy football this year. Ken, Kenyon Drake Kenyon Drake leaves, and then they go get James Conner. I just don't think they believe that Chase Edmonds can do that job. That's why they're going to be splitting in the backfield. That's I just first, but you're right. I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable with either one of these guys on my team. If the other one goes down, then I will. They're good to have if an injury occurs. So that that means there'd be one starting running back there. So that's a given. Right. Well, that's what drafted, I mean. They drafted Eno Benjamin. I think he'll. I mean, I, I got to see him in the preseason, but uh, he's. I mean, he has potential to be something. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a seventh round pick, but he was pretty good in college. So, I mean, they got a, they got a couple guys there. It's it's like Joe said. It's it's kind of like the Bucks backfield where it's you just don't know how it's going to look, and you're not excited if you have those guys starting on your team at all. So. Yeah, and you just something you said there, a little bit of tidbit about running backs now. It's all right for these teams to take these running backs late now. The running back has been devalued so much over the last few years, so these late-round running backs are actually valued a few years down the road. You could see him get some work. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we got a comment that says, like Russell, Kyler will run when he gets the chance, but he wants to prove himself as a prolific passer, and that's 100% what I agree with. Yeah, no, that's uh, definitely a good point. I think he's going to try and try and try to pass the ball. He will run if it gets to the point where he can't get anybody. But they brought in Rondell Moore. They have DeAndre Hopkins, new sister, second year in the system, full off season. 
Uh, AJ Green is not what he used to be, but he's still a big target. Here's the issue like, with Rondell Moore, though, dude. They like to use their veteran wide receivers, and AJ Green's going to take the role of Larry Fitzgerald. So I don't think Rondell Moore is going to do a lot for them this year. There's so much in their wide receiver core. I just don't think he's going to break the field much this year. We'll see though. Right. Well, they they run a lot of four wide receiver sets mm-hmm. in Arizona. Like I think it's the most out of the entire NFL they run. Yeah, them and the Bengals and uh, yeah. Moore would probably play. He's he's really he's pretty undersized. I don't think they'd play him a ton on the outside. He'd probably be in a slot. And kind of like Tutu Atwell, he's another guy that could line up in the backfield, get reverses, do all kinds of stuff. So right. they'll find cool ways to use him. I don't know how much he'll get on the field, but also remember last year, besides like Justin Jefferson, a lot of these rookies at wide receivers, it took a little bit for them to heat up like Michael Pittman. They didn't have any offseason, any activities. This year we have training camp, we have preseason, we have all that stuff. So these guys could – get in, incorporated in the offense a little sooner this year. Mm-hmm. And something else you can remember with it too, is you were talking about these four wide receiver sets. If that does end up being the case, their tight ends are horribly here. Max Williams sucks as a receiving tight end. They have more blocking tight ends here. Just I, you're right. Four wide receiver sets tend to be the trend. And if this rookie wide receiver is to produce this year, it would probably be in the second half of the season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't have, AJ Green or Rondell Moore doing anything of note, really. I got AJ Green at 620 yards and Rondell Moore at 330. I do think Christian Kirk has a little bit of a breakout. Nothing crazy. I got him for 800 yards. I've got like, him. Go ahead and finish your thought. In in a in a 17 game season, 800 yards is nothing. Nothing no. at all. I've actually got AJ Green only at 690 yards, four TDs, and I've actually got Christian Kirk having less than him at 600 yards, four TDs. Like I said, I really think Kyler Murray is going to use his legs this year. Um, that if that's going to make him the MVP candidate, that's what's going to be the style he's going to do it in. Um, right. DeAndre Hopkins, I see having a DeAndre Hopkins year, 1300 yards, seven TDs. Who I got 1400 yards and 11 TDs. I think he's going to have a monster year. It's going to be a good year for him. Do I think? But I also have him. Th- I- I have Kyler throwing for more yards and touchdowns than you had. So you see him playing probably... in a different style than me and JJ, I think. Right. I, yeah. Uh, I'm aligned. I, I think I'd take Ron's yards and your rushing yards. I think he could be that. Do you think you could do both? Yeah. Be, the only person you'd be behind would be Taysom Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started, man. <laughs> so All right. Uh, let's move on. We got Max Williams at the tight end. Yep. Moving on again. I told you he uh, sucks and I actually sat him out. You want to hear how much he sucks? Sure. Let's hear 210 it. yards and two TDs moving on blocking tight end. Lovely. And you don't get points for blocking in fantasy football, which is, which is a real shame. I'm over here just for a look. I got to, I got the two computers. The one has all my stats on it and I'm using the one computer to try to scroll down and it's not working for some reason. Oh, it works better when I use the right computer. All right. <laughs> so next we got – I'm sorry, Ryan. Did you want to talk about Max Williams? Nope, nope. You're good. Never, I mean, never his heard name – Never heard of the say, guy. I will say his name is Max with two X's. Oh, I like so that. So just saying, he should really pick up his game a little bit because that's a name you want on your fantasy football team. If he breaks yeah. into the top ten of tight ends, I'll start calling him Max 2X Payne. 
I like it. Won't happen though. All right, let's moving on. We'll go into the Seattle Seahawks. We got Russell Wilson. Um, I got Russell Wilson for 4,600 yards, 35 touchdowns and nine interceptions and just under 500 rushing yards. And in the name of our title, Ron, does that make him a top five fantasy QB for the year? No, probably not. I think, I think between, well, I just think that they, yeah, they're definitely going to run the ball more. They did everything in the off season to prove that they just want to run the ball more. Um, I think he's a very efficient passer. He's going to give you some really good games. Most of that will come in garbage time or the end of games where they're behind and he has to throw them into the lead. But that's how this team wins. Mm -hmm. They run the ball, run the ball, control the clock. Don't let the team, other team get too far away from them. And then at the last couple minutes, Russell Wilson does his thing and goes down and wins the game for the team. Like that's how this team works. And that's what Pete Carroll wants to do so much that he, he got rid of one of the most run happy offensive coordinators to bring in someone else because he didn't think they were running enough. Like, (laughs) so yes, I I think they're going to run more. That, that's an interesting thought, and just going back to the name of the title, will Russell Wilson be a top five QB in fantasy this year? I also think the answer is no. Top 10? Most definitely, I think. So I've got him at 4,310 yards passing, 32 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 460 yards rushing, and three rushing touchdowns. So top 10, he's going to be fantastic as always, but they're going to definitely focus on the running game this year, which could be very good for Chris Carson. So, Joe, I got some trivia for you. Sure. Let's see how much I get it wrong. So the only year Russell Wilson was a top five quarterback mm-hmm. was 20. Well, he did it in 2017, but the last time he did it was 2019 and he was number four. Do you know who the number three fantasy quarterback was in 2019? Oh Gee, I wonder. Geez, would it be Mitch Trubisky? No. <laughs> oh. Never. 2019. Who was the number three? Is that was the question? Russell Wilson was four, four in points. Who was number three? Who was number two and number one? Number two and number one. I just changed it. Sorry. Let me just save the drama. Number three was Jameis Winston. Oof. You know why he was number three, Joe? Because he threw because for 30 he's for 30? A, Because he's a quarterback. 30 for 30? Because he's a quarterback. Oh God, that's not. Yeah. We're not doing that division oh, anymore, guys. Who started? I, we're this? just talking about top five rankings. I'm just covering. JJ the top always five finds three. a way. Yeah, that's funny, JJ, JJ because Taysom Hill played in four games last year and was in the top four of quarterbacks in all those games. So, average it out, still a top five quarterback. So, okay, okay, and I'm he always, doesn't steal lobsters. I, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> hey, you don't steal lobsters. I missed something with the lobsters. Um, Anyways. It was crabs, wasn't it? Crab legs. He he stole something at a store when he was. crab legs, not lobsters. It was in college, right? No, it was definitely lobsters, I think. It was crab legs. Yeah, no, I think he's right. It was crab legs. What did Winston steal? (laughs) Crab legs. And then I think he might have stolen bathrobes, too, or maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Those are complimentary. 
Those are complimentary. <laughs> Ryan's the one that takes the complimentary shampoo, soaps, and comforters. Yeah. If it fits in his bag, he considers it complimentary. Oh, it was crab legs. It was when he was in college, right? Haha, <laughs> Ryan, you're stupid. Also, in 2013, a Burger King employee called police in July to complain that Winston was stealing soda. Is it, I thought that's <laughs> just serious? What? If you order a soda, can't you get free refill? So how does that make any sense? Anyway, back to important things. Oh, that's important. Fountain oh. drinks are not to be just like <laughs> You don't mess around with fountain <laughs> drinks, Ryan. Come on. Don't you try to take control of this podcast. Right, I'm, I'm sorry. I took us on this. All right, moving on. I just said. Uh, the running backs, Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. Uh, they brought back Chris Carson because they couldn't find anyone better on free agency. Um, But I think they're going to use him. I don't think they like Rashad Penny very much. They don't trust him anymore. I think there's so a certain think- thing on your soundboard that's a great sound for Rashad Penny. No. This one? No, you want no. You want this that one. one works, but that one. Yeah, glass. <laughs> glass. Rashad Benny is pretty glass. He's 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 pushing the limits. I can't um, really that that you both talked at the same time, and I got really confused. I said I can't believe they spent a first round pick on him. Yeah, that was what three years ago. Yeah. All right, anyways, I got Chris Carson saddled out for 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. Not anything great or crazy by any means, but definitely a solid season for a running back. Um, I don't think he'll play every game. He didn't last year, and he was still productive. Right, that's what I mean. I've got him um, standing out at 1,100 yards, seven TDs, 300 yards receiving, so he's going to have a good year, I think. Yeah. Uh, I got Rashad Penny sadder for like 350 yards. I really think this is going to be the Chris Carson show. One more time, I think they probably go into next year's draft trying to find another young stud to bring in. On my piece of paper for Rashad Penny, I have listed hurt and glass. So I didn't even give him stats. It's not working out. You didn't put the poop emoji? That's If I could actually draw the poop emoji, that's what I would have put. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to these wide receivers. We got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Those are undoubtedly the top two. And they drafted Dwayne Eskridge, I think will be the third option on this team. But the third option on this team doesn't amount to much unless there's an injury to the top two. Um, so who do you think has a better season, Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf? Oh, it's DK Metcalf. There's I no say doubt. DK, yeah. I also have DK, but... I also have Tyler Lockett having a really good season. The problem with Tyler Lockett is he's he's going to go out one week and get you 250 yards, and then the next week he'll get you 20. Um, He'll win you a game or two. Just have a solid rest of your wide receiving core, I guess. Yeah. What did I just do? Something you shouldn't have done, obviously. I'm breaking breaking everything. Okay. (laughs) So I got DK Metcalf at 87 receptions for 1,350 yards and 11 touchdowns. Going to be a monster. I think he does be making the top five wide receivers this year for you then. Pretty close. Not quite, I don't think. Um, 
I don't remember. I didn't have Calvin Ridley statted out when we did that. I have him statted out now mm-hmm. at 125 receptions and 1,666 yards and 12 touchdowns. It's a beast of a season. Yeah, and that's exactly what I think he has. I would like to have Calvin Ridley on every single one of my teams, please. I've got him on my first one, so we'll see how he does. Um, then I got Tyler Lockett, 82 receptions for 1,100 yards and eight TDs. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think they both have end of the year really good uh, fantasy seasons. Just like I said, I think DK will be more consistent. Yeah, I struggle with this because Carol was talking about going back to the run and everything, but at the same time, if DK Metcalf's not getting the ball, he's saying something about it on the sideline. He wants the ball, um, and he, like I said, he'll complain if he doesn't get it. So He I think deserves the ball. He does. To be fair, he's, he's more he's built getting... than T.O. was too, so, I mean, you might just get the ball because you're scared of him. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd throw him the ball. What's that? You said you wanted to play quarterback? Here you go. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you. I mean, he's too big, too fast, and just too good. He's going to get the ball. It's like that meme that shows him with his shirt off next to the ref or the refs calling a false start. DK steps next to him. He's like, there's no flag on the field. Yeah. (laughs) We were just kidding. So I think he's going to be really interesting this year. Like, so I'm along the lines of Ron where I've got him statted out at 1,350 yards and 10 TDs. Um, I think he's going to evolve his uh, running routes to this year where he only had one play, which was go up and get the ball. My name's DK Metcalf and I cannot muscle everyone. If he expands on that route, he's just going to be even more dominant this year. He's going to be uncoverable. So you guys almost have him doing pretty much his same stat line from last year. You don't think the extra game influences a lot or more experience in the in the scheme? Well, no, because they're going to a more run-based gotcha. scheme, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like – and if you look at the second half of last season when they actually started running the ball even more and they weren't letting Russ cook as much anymore – he his stat or yeah his stats did go down to a more reasonable level I guess he started off last season just on fire this whole team did Russell Wilson Tyler Lockett DK Metcalf through the first like five six weeks they were just let Russ cook baby it was ridiculous the amount of points he's were getting in the first three games last season Wilson threw for fourteen touchdowns which is just insane right yeah like they were just going crazy. So I, I feel like it'll be more of the second half where he was a good wide receiver, but it was not like it was the first four or five games. Man, that sucks that we're not going to see that again this year. <laughs> so right, actually, um, he's weird in that in the first half of the season, he only had one game over 100 yards. And then the second half, he had one, two, three, four, four games. His numbers kind of inverted. He had oh. a lot of touchdowns in the first half of the season, but higher yards, I think. I read that backwards, actually, so don't ignore me. The four. The, the four. <laughs> we generally do. Yeah, let's move on. You're just here for the looks, Ryan. Why do they list it like that? That's not helpful. Oh, maybe God. do your maybe do your research before the podcast. Nah. <laughs> I mean, just, say, just, just a suggestion here. 
I know we're kind of new at this. You know, we're only on episode like 60 something, but generally you would do your research before the podcast. So you were ready during the podcast. Never stopped you, Ron. I should have just, I should have just said we weren't supposed to bring that up. You guys just copy and pasted last year's numbers. I should have just did that. (laughs) I mean, now we can't do that because you just blew us under the bus. Like what, what the hell, man? Ron Sharing all the secrets. The, the now I gotta go. Now well, I gotta go start all over. What was that, Jacob? <laughs> so you and Ron are the cliff notes of fantasy football. You just <laughs> what a everything. Yeah, so this, much that you just yelled at me last episode for giving you those stats on Taysom Hill. Those weren't stats. They to were be fair. Wait a minute. To be fair. <laughs> to to be fair, all you did was take those four games and extrapolate them over seventeen games. That's funny because I didn't see you do that. Right, I because I don't believe logical would do that. I don't believe Taysom Hill is going to be the starter at let at least not all seventeen games. I do. Moving on. That brings is us anyone... to the next wide receiver, correct? Yes. Dwayne Eskridge. No, Tyler Lockett. You talked about him, but none of us talked about him. Well, that's how it should be. Yeah, well, he's definitely a boom and bust player, but the boom is extreme with him. So I've got him at 1,100 yards and eight TDs. Very good wide receiver. Did you say 1,100 yards and eight TDs? Yes. You got to stop looking at my screen. So- it's cheating. I actually write my stuff down. Half the time, you don't even have stats. You just kind of come up with it. One time. One time this year, I didn't have stats. Yeah, well, I always have stats. So I was tired and I had to work, Joe. God. I work every day so, and I still stats. Anyways. So basically, your guys' projections mirror what he's done the past couple of seasons, right around 1,100 yards and between 8 and 10 touchdowns. So, yep. Well, this this team no didn't really there. change much. You know, so. <laughs> almost did any except outside of Eskridge and Garrett. Right. And Everett. Garrett. Yeah, Garrett. Down there at the tight, Garrett down there at the tight end position. <laughs> Not Miles Garrett at tight end, Gerald Everett at tight end. No, his name is Garrett now. I like it. Jeez. Garrett Everett. No, it's not Garrett Everett. It's just Garrett. That is his name. He's like Cher. He has one name. name. (laughs) And I got Garrett at 500 yards. Oh, I've got Garrett at 450 and three TVs. I also have three TDs. Get off of my screen. You're not screen sharing to me. I'm not screen sharing to anybody. All right, so I've got Esridge's number at 500 yards and three TDs. I think he's going to produce at the end of the year, just like any other rookie, too. But six, they run the six ball here. 50 so. and four, I got. I like both those. He's a really talented kid, and I, I thought he could have gone sooner than he did in the draft. I think he was – Pretty high in my personal ranking, so I wanted the Bears to get him. I actually kind well, of remember they didn't. about that too. No, but they did okay. <laughs> You're yeah, you welcome. You kind of came away with a quarterback and then a lineman in the second round. That's a two desperate needs for you. So we'll see how it goes. All right, are we done with the Seahawks? Unless Ryan wants to talk about them. No, I think we're good. I think I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go working on uh, copying the Nets team's uh, stats, <laughs> so, so I can sound, so I can sound really smart. <laughs> oh, God. Listen, I spend a lot of time in front of the computer. 
Never mind that it takes me forever to remember how to copy and paste, but. That's why he's got two screens. He can just drag the stats. Drag and drop. <laughs> Stop it. You're assuming that I know how to hook up one computer to the other computer. You are assuming a lot there. Yeah. I don't. This. I mean, I, it took us like four YouTube episodes for him to actually get that garbage time fantasy football logo behind his head. So. That was a lot of work. I had to rig things and. There's a lot of work that went into this, guys. I'm tired already. I'm old. Yeah. I need my I need my back brace. He actually gave up and just bought a huge banner. I just bought it. <laughs> Stop giving away my secrets, Ryan. He got rid of his cheat that was used in the scene of Dexter. <laughs> Came from my dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in your dungeon. Surprise. All right. So let's move on. Last team of this division, we got the San Francisco 49ers. Um, what do we feel about the QB situation? It's going to be a split year. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I think Lance will get in, even though I don't know if you guys saw that picture of him wearing a sports bra. But I'm sorry, what? Who was wearing a sports bra? It was going around in the Twitter sphere. Trey Lance was wearing a little sports bra. I think oh. it was like a. I'm sure that's not rookie hazing or anything. Fit, no, it was like a fitness tracking thing that was just really poorly designed. So he looks like he was running around. He starts bra. every game this season. That's a sign. <laughs> oh, week one starter. Bold take. So. So, so uh, sorry, I just read a comment that made me laugh. Um, How do we even get away from that? We, we don't when you get comments like this. Wrong versus worse. <laughs> it's a real bra. I need to lose some weight. <laughs> Sports bra on a tank top. I like it. It's actually just a sports bra over the back. It's got the garbage time fantasy football logo over the front of it. Right. That's where I got this picture from. That's behind me. It's actually, I just blew up a picture of my sports bra and, or my real bra. And I can't see that. That's, that's, that's a really that little sports bra. You know it's what, man? You do you. We're, I'm, I'm proud of Trey Lance. Yeah. He does him. Yeah. All that does. Can we please move on and talk about this division? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got Jimmy Garoppolo playing for six games. And then Trey yeah. Lance taking over. In those six games, he'll have... Just over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns, and five interceptions. I've got him at seven games. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Let me guess, roughly roughly twelve hundred yards, ten, eleven touchdowns. No. Oh, what do you got him at? I've got Garoppolo at two thousand yards, fourteen touchdowns. Uh two thousand so yards in six games? No, dude, seven. Still, you think he's going to get benched if he's throwing for 2,000 yards in seven games? Well, well, listen, okay, so they really are high on Trey Lance, which I think he can do something similar. Over the last half of the season, I've got him doing 2,300 yards, 15 touchdowns. But here's where he adds a dimension to them, the rushing yards. He's going to have 290 yards and uh, 10 TDs because he's a rookie. So halfway through the season, they'll bring him in. I estimated game eight um, – Jimmy Garoppolo might be stead a little bit high at that, so maybe week 9 or 10 if he's at that stats. But Trey Lance, 2,300 yards, 15 TDs, 2 rushing. 
you're going to start to see that development where they start using a quarterback that rushes as well, and it's going to add another dynamic to their offense. See, I got Trey Lance coming in at week seven for 2,400 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 450 rushing yards, and Mm -hmm. six TDs. Regardless, though, I see this being more of an impact to dynasty leagues as opposed to regular snake or auction drafts because um, Trey Lance isn't going to really produce for you until the end of the season. So maybe if you're desperate for someone going into the playoffs, but I don't think he's going to necessarily be the star this year. But well, going- what you do with, with Trey Lance, what you do is you don't draft him in, in redraft. You don't draft him. No, you do it in dynasty. In dynasty, yeah, but in, in redraft you wait. You wait for the person that does draft him because there will be that guy. Mm-hmm. And when he's drafted and he doesn't start for the first couple weeks, they're going to end up dropping. And then you could just pick him up off the waiver wire, call your shot of when you think he's going to start, pick him up a week or two early, and then you have him on your team for nothingness. And who knows? He does have that rushing ability. We. If you actually watch his tape, you saw that. What was it? North Dakota State is where he played, I believe. Yep. I don't know. So he has an ability. So, I mean, he may be playable in fantasy football later in the season, but I don't believe it's going to be right away. I don't think you'll see him rushed out there as a week one starter. That doesn't seem like a Shanahan kind of thing to do. But, I mean, he's he's ultimately talented here. And in that offense, he's the ceiling's going to be the limit for him down the road, not immediately. Yeah, their first three games this year versus the Lions, the Eagles, and the Packers. So I'm assuming the, Jimmy G game. the Packers aren't going to have Aaron Rodgers. So that those, I mean, are three very winnable games. The rest of 49ers roster is pretty good. So, I mean, on paper, they should be a good team. And I, I don't think Lance is going to come in until Jimmy G starts costing them games. And he's a game manager. So I, I think it could be later into the season. Um, the NFL fan of me hopes that the first game is, I think it's week six or seven, Halloween versus the Bears. See mm-hmm. Justin Fields versus Trey Lance in the, his first cool. game. That'd so, be a good story. So, but, JJ, uh, you, you obviously have the schedule up there. What point of their season do they really start hit, hitting the hiccups of some pretty hard games? Week four and five, they get into the division. They play the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and then the following week they play the Colts. So they're – the first three games are pretty good, and then they have a tough stretch of three. And then week seven is when they play the Bears. So, And you're thinking by then maybe they – Yeah, I think you guys are right around – I think you guys are right around the right time frame where he could get in. But Of course we are. We're amazing at what we do. Um, Cliff notes. Anyway, Ryan, what do you think about this? <laughs> so using my Joe and Ron math, I'm going to say – if Jimmy Garoppolo starts six games, he's going to throw for 1,096 yards with seven touchdowns and five interceptions. And then the other guy, whoever he happens to be, will come Trey in Lance? and throw for 2,437 yards and 12 touchdowns. I'm over yes. here naming what no-name college he went to. Ryan's like, yeah, just the other guy there. <laughs> the other guy that's going to come in. I know who Trey no. Lance is. I was just he'll, messing. He'll, he'll walk up. They're going to run out to the street and be like, you, we need a quarterback. Come here. He'll walk in. He won't even have pads on. He's just going to stand behind the line and just street clothes. He'll probably be wearing jeans. Listen, 
It's gonna be it's gonna be like the movie Invincible all over again. Oh jeez, here we go. Get Mark Wahlberg to play him ten years from now. Oh, can we cover the rest of the Kyle Shanahan offense stuff? Sure. Uh, we'll move on to running backs. Uh, I guess the same thing here. What do we believe about these running backs? This was the hardest team to stand out in this division just because so much has changed. If you can guess who's going to be starting in any given week on this offense, you're going to have a productive running back. But the yeah. issue with this team, as with many other teams, is you have to guess who it is. The difference between this team and the other teams is, though, you guess that starting running back, you're getting a running back too. It's as simple as that. Yep. Um, and they have two very good running backs here. Uh, Raheem, Mo- Raheem Moster, who has trouble staying healthy as of last year. Um, I still think he can stay healthy, though. It's not a repeated pattern as of yet. And Trey Sermon, who is a very talented rookie. Um, I think their backfield was so deep that they were able to throw Wilson on their practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so there's a lot of depth at this position. So I kind of see it's going to be a running back by committee approach. So I've got Raheem Mostert at 750 yards, 150 yards receiving, five rushing touchdowns, and two receiving TDs. And Sermon, I have having a productive rookie year too. 700 yards, 150 yards receiving, same as Raheem Mostert, five TDs, but one receiving touchdown. It's going to be very even. They're even going to sprinkle in a third guy here. Who it's going to be, who knows. But if you can project... It would, be Wayne, it would be Wayne Gallman. Yeah, probably Wayne Gallman. I don't know, I mean, they drafted Wayne, Elijah Mitchell, too. Yeah, but Wayne Gallman played decent last year behind a bad New York Giants offensive yeah, line. Here comes the Giants bias. No, it's not even that. It's just, you know, he showed good playing behind a bad offensive line in a not very good running schemed offense. You go to Kyle Shanahan and. Think about it. Raheem Mostert was on like six different teams before he got to the 49ers. But to be fair, you look at Raheem Mostert, and he can break a 90-yard rush at any given point. He's got the speed. I look at Gallman, he kind of just looks like a bulldozer. Eh. I don't think Gallman makes a team. Well, that's a great for running backs. because no. I'm serious. I like it. I like it. Gallman no, doesn't make the, the team. Is, Jeff serious. Wilson isn't going to be playing for the first couple months. Remember, yeah. he's injured. He's got, yeah, he'll be on the pup list, but I think mm-hmm. the two rookies, Sermon and Mitchell and Mostert, make the team. And then I there's he's the bubble. It's going to be Mitchell versus. I think they yeah. run in with four running backs. They know how often they're running backs get injured. I don't think they're going to let right, any of Will, them go. Wilson's That's probably the one they're going to bring him back. As much as they run, I'm sure. Right. They, they Maybe when will. Wilson comes back, then Gallman may get cut for Wilson to come back. I, right. I, and then I Gallman ends that. up on the Bears because the Bears need a backup because their backup's still stiff. They have Damien. They just signed Damien They Williams. just signed Damien Williams. You don't know what you're talking about, Joe. I'm just trying to get him mad. So, actually, I have Trey Sermon taking over this job. Um I believe they brought him in. He's much younger. Raheem, Raheem Mostert's like 28, 29 years old, um, which isn't old for a person, but it is old for an NFL running back. Um, and he's he's already injured, like injury pro. He's, I don't know. I just, I don't trust Raheem Mostert, I guess. With his age, his injury status already, um, I think he starts the year. I think he has an okay year. I got him for 929 yards. I mean, it's this Kyle Shanahan offense is efficiency, mm-hmm. you know? 
But I think he ends up getting injured, and I think Trey Sermon comes in and has a really good rookie year at 1,100 yards. Ron, do you trust Raheem Mosher as much as you trust your sports bra? First off, again, real bra. <laughs> real bra. Um, and no, because this bra puts in work, all right? Uh, what was I saying? You got me so sidetracked now. You left me speechless. I, you know, it's the beard that does that. Uh, you, you're, yeah, so you're glamming yards, over the rookie running back. 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. Holy uh, Wow. Yeah, I think he has a really good year. I think he ends up taking over. I think Raheem Mostert will be injured on and off, come in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think Trey Sermon takes over and as a really talented guy. I believe, didn't they trade up to get Trey Sermon? I am unsure. I was That sounds right. I, I can't confirm it. I think I, you're on the right track. I was throwing from parade for the Jets draft up to that point, so I don't Right, remember. yeah. You were you were so off <laughs> on your own little world after that, yeah. But I think they traded up for Trey Lance and Trey Sermon. Like I think both of those things happen, mm-hmm. which means they obviously wanted Trey Sermon on their team. So they're gonna want to use him. Here's the thing though, is he's still a rookie. And even when they had healthy running backs last year, they still like to swap them in and out. I think they're really still going to continue to do the running back by committee approach, regardless if he's more talented than these guys or not. So I don't yeah, see only 1,100 yards. Except when, you know, one of them is having a really good game, like Jeff Wilson, and they just keep him in there the whole game and he scores five touchdowns or something like that. But yeah, the, the problem is, is he would have to do that over multiple games and one of these other guys are going to catch fire because it's a good offensive line there. I, I just don't to get to 1,100 yards. I, I, just, I don't see that to be the case. I think Trey Sermon comes in. If he can stay healthy, he just keeps the job because he's going to be that good. You're right. already talking about how – well, my thing is you're already talking about how Wayne Gallman is going to be caught. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeff Wilson's injured. If Raheem Moser gets injured, then it's going to leave Trey Sermon. But there's your key is he has to get injured for that to happen. If he does I, get hurt, then the door opens for that opportunity. But I just don't I don't think it happening. does. I mean, Raheem Mostert's 29 years old, 28, 29 years old, 29. and has been injured consistently over the last two years. Like, I think an injury. But he is genetically talented, runs the ball efficiently, and he's quick. Is I he? Think they're gonna try, he's a weapon. They're going to try to get him how, on the field. Okay, if he is so talented, how did he go through six teams – Without making anything, without doing anything. If he's that talented, how did he go through six teams? Shanahan wasn't the coordinator. Then he's not talented. He is. Have you watched him in a game? He's insane, dude. But But you're right. But you're right. He has to stay healthy for that to break into your prediction. No, what I'm saying is he's obviously not that talented. If it took a you watched the guy play, dude. He is quick, he's shifty. And he can freaking turn it on a dime and go for 90 yards. Yeah, exactly. That was a great time to freaking do it because you were dead-ass wrong in this. You're trying to say no, he's, like some, he's some not, bum the, out there, dude. He's the not thing a is, bum. You're not, the thing is, you're not even listening to me. You're not even listening to the words I'm saying. I'm saying he's only doing all of these things because of the system. He's already been in six other systems. If he was any type of talented... He would have stayed on those teams. If he was any type of, I'm not saying he doesn't have 
any talent, but he's not like the superstar running back. Okay, so what well, I'm saying is another position. So Ryan Fitzpatrick's not talented because he's been on fucking 12 teams. Is that what we're getting at here? Like, it's got nothing to do with anything. You just found the right fit. You're right. That running back in this system is going to be more efficient because it's a good system, but he's obviously talented. That's got nothing to do with it. Him being the talented t- and him being the right fit in the system is going to keep him the starter in this offense. But this rookie that they're bringing in is talented too, so they're going to have an even amount of yards. That's where I'm getting at. It's not going to allow Sermon to have 1,100 yards this season. That's all I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is, first off, Fitzpatrick started those games, didn't win many of those games. It's not like he was out there throwing for 6,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. That was touchdowns a microcosm example. I'm not talking about Fitzpatrick. Oh, but that was the bad example for you to pick because no, you just made my argument. Just, because argument like, the person being on 16 makes him a bad player. If someone goes on 12 teams no, no, and no. that makes him a bad player, it makes no sense. The difference is Fitzpatrick started for those teams. This is not the player I thought we'd be arguing Raheem about. Mostert did not. I think I think there's a line like you guys are two Karens on Facebook, like <laughs> back and forth. there's a rational line in the middle, I think. Um, I don't think that Mostert's trash. I think he does have some talent. I don't think some of his – I know you don't think he's trash, but there's <laughs> some plays where he rips up the sideline and his clock is one of the fastest plays in the NFL. Play. That's not nothing. I think as the year goes on, you'll see Mostert get phased out a little bit as Sermon gets more acclimated to the offense and he'll take off of the job. And then this is last year of Mostert's contract. will let him go his separate ways and they'll – role with Sermon going in the future, but it'll right. and, happen over time. And I agree with you there, JJ, because I've got Sermon having 900 yards of total production for him. So it's not like he's going to get on the field, but I see that production being later in the season. Next year, 1,100 yards? Yeah, no problem for him. I, I totally believe that for next year, just not this year. I think he could totally hit that this year just because... He, he could. It's it's like it's like the trailing It's when he yep. gets in, it's kind of injury, how quick the he gets The opportunity is not impossible for it to happen. And it won't go down, it could happen. I don't have Raheem Mostert doing nothing. I got him at over 900 yards. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that Raheem Mostert won't. I, I, this team is going to want to run the ball too. Mm-hmm. It's another one of the top running teams in the league. But I just think that Trey Sermon, you're talking about other people coming in, you know, running back by committee, which I understand. But I think Trey Sermon has 15, 16 carries a game. Raheem Mostert ends up with eight Okay, I, so, think we're, I think we're on even ground now, and Karen has left the manager alone, so we're good. They're you know, both arguing for, like, the same thing. Like, they agree with each other, but they're just arguing about it. Shut up, Ryan. Like, was I'll argue with you, day. too. I enjoyed it. I, I did. Well, Ryan, give your opinion about the running backs here. I haven't heard you say much about them. Um, well, yeah, I don't think Mostert stays healthy. The dude never he's, – he's, I think he's finished one season off, I think. I think he's played a full season once, um, so I just don't think he stays healthy. So I could see I could see uh, Sermon getting in there early and could have a big season, like Ron said. Boop. No Boop. Karen points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the wide receivers. We got uh, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. I I couldn't really decide who I thought the third one was going to be. The third one on the depth chart, Richie James. It's Richie James, but do we really think the third wide receiver on this team is going to do much outside no. of injury? I don't. Um, so who do you think out of Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk is going to be the one? Debo. I think it's no Debo. One. Yeah. 
Not by I much. Think, I think it's Ayuk. Not by much. I think Debo is more of the tricks, trickster, more of the trick, trick play, play type guy. The screens and stuff like that. I think Ayuk goes out more, not very far because that's not what this offense is. But I got Ayuk for seventy-five catches and nine hundred forty-two yards. I got Debo for sixty-eight for eight fifty-two. There, it's pretty close. I don't it's, got him by much. It's hard because like last season, Debo played like about half as many games and had pretty much almost exactly half as many, like half the stats. So they're just so close. They're, I think they're going to be very comparable. I think it's going to be pretty close. Yeah, I, I, I think it comes down to Debo's health. I think if Debo plays all the games, I think he, I think he can just edge out Ayuk. But it's like you guys said, there's it's a coin flip. There's similar players, like Yak players that. Catch the ball and do special things with him after the catch. Dude, Debo was a dog out there with the Gak man. He just he catches the ball and he's not afraid to just lower his shoulder and hit someone. He's like a linebacker playing wide. Yeah, but then he gets injured and that's the problem. Yeah. Like he's got to calm yeah. down a little bit. Yeah. So his yards out big bud. His yards after carry were four hundred and one in those seven games compared to Brennan Ayu two eighty nine in twelve games. So that's- yeah, Debo's yards after their carry are nuts. Yeah, so if he can stay healthy, he could really be a steal in your snake drafts this year. He's his ADP is not very early, I don't believe. Um, That's I actually listen him as a sleeper. What'd you say? Yeah, his ADP is down this year for sure. Debo's. Yeah, I listed Debo as one of my sleepers for this year, and um, I've actually got him listed as having a thousand yards, and I think he's going to have five TDs. But I put a star and an asterisk next to this if he stays healthy, which is a big if. But um, I think for where he's going with his ADP, he's definitely a risk worth taking. And I've got Brandon Ayuk um, very close to 900 yards. I've also got him having 60, so depending on your format and fantasy, it might actually end up being a little bit higher because I've got him with 50 rushing touchdowns and a rushing TD too. So it just depends on the league that you're playing in, maybe which one would be a higher benefit. In, but you're not going to go wrong with either one here, I don't think. Yeah. What's Ayuk's ADP? Like, is he pretty much the same in the same ballpark? I believe this he is, is higher. higher. He's higher. Yeah. He's got a higher ADP right now. Um, all right, we won't talk about Richie James because 400 yards, two TDs, useless. I got I got 400 yards, one TD. Um, <laughs> we'll move on to George Kittle, one of the top tight ends in the league. Uh, coming back after an injury-riddled season, I, I think he comes right back. I think he's the beast that he is. 90 catches, 1,230 yards, and six touchdowns. I think that puts him right now at my tight end three behind Kelsey and Waller. Um, I've got a uh, Kittle, same exact ballpark, 1,200 yards, seven TDs. He's my tight end two. He's going to redeem that spot. I mean, you know, we have the Beast and Cardinal at top. Number two spots kind up for grabs, but Kittle retakes that claim. It's just a matter of health. That's the yeah, it's going to be the hardest, hardest thing when it comes to Kittle. It's what we talk about every position. The 49ers, that was a story of the season last year, and literally nobody was healthy. So, yeah. Look at the new San Diego Chargers. What were his injuries? Do we know off the top of our head like what his injuries were? They weren't anything like super serious, if I don't remember. It's not like he tore an ACL or anything like that because he was in and out all year. I think it was like an ankle sprain or something like that. I think it was just, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't remember him being. He missed a lot of time, but I don't think any of it was one injury. 
So it's not and like I there think, was like one big injury that kind of sidelined him. So and I think once they knew the season was over, they decided to just shelf him for the rest of the year. Well, I would shelf him too if half of my roster was hurt. Right, right. that's what I mean. Once they knew that they weren't doing anything, they're just like, all right, we'll just actually heal up, you know? The real question is whether they decided to rip up that turf or grass or whatever they got over there. <laughs> it was a last year, year. He, he he broke his foot and sprained his MCL last year. Oof. Right, yeah. So, yeah, a bit, I mean, not small injuries, but also not like he's not coming back from a torn ACL that happened right. or anything like that. He or just, surgery or something like that. Right. Do you guys remember that weird – it was a midweek game because of COVID last year where Shanahan was – he literally had half a roster and you didn't even know who he was marching out there. Yeah, it was a weird – it was a couple of weird weeks. Denver <laughs> yeah. started – Denver started a wide receiver and quarterback. Which was unbelievable. They still competed with – He started one there. against them too. What's yeah. that? What's I said that? the Saints started a wide receiver in that Denver game too. <laughs> then they kept postponing the Ravens game, but for other teams they like – too bad. Yeah. You're playing. Yeah, yeah. So that's when you line someone's pocket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. We we finally did it. We finally did our first live show. We made it through. AFC or NFC West has been broken down. Uh, and you go only back. got called mean once and got told you were a sports bra. Not bad. Yeah, that's fine. And a matching thong. I didn't put that one up there. Uh, and everyone knows how Joe and Ron stat people out now. So yeah. The cats uh, Ryan, found our secret. Ryan <laughs> threw us under the bus there. Um, you could just go to ESPN and see our stats. That's fine. <laughs> just hire. <laughs> Make sure you're looking at 2020, though, so you know. Right, 2020. Yep. Right, <laughs> exactly. And God, I hate you, Ryan. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, make sure you go to our website, www.garbagetimeff.com. Uh, you can see everywhere where our show is available. Uh, obviously, right here on YouTube, www, or not www, that's not YouTube. <laughs> YouTube at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. There you go. I should probably write all this down, too, instead of keep trying to do it from my memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other Instagram, Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. Uh, you can do, uh, download our show, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Simplecast, all, all the places, anywhere they're available. Go over to Apple though. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a review. Go to our website, leave us a voicemail or a hate mail, as we like to say. What you guys seem to be doing on these comments anyway, which we love. Right. I'll have a response for you, Christian, once I uh, listen to your voicemail. So Yeah, he'll listen to it. Uh, and we are seeing in the comments that Ron has a very active OnlyFans account. Apparently, I have an OnlyFans account. How much is that subscription? Um, are you doing a promo? I don't know. This is obviously a secret. I'm going to have to go check it out and see exactly where the hidden cameras are in my house. Yeah, he's, got a, he's got a peeper. Yeah, got a peeper. you know you have money to invest into the show now. So that's I good. thought I saw a strange light coming from outside. Um <laughs> I guess I now know what that is. <laughs> Jokes on them. They ain't seen anything good. <laughs> yeah. I Except the beard, of course. Um and the bra. And the bra. Well, that's you know. Oh also don't forget to check out our sister podcast, 
Garbage Time presents the MMA podcast. As soon as Ryan gets off his ass and actually makes a new episode, there will be one up. That's Listen. true. And it's not $6.99 like Ron's OnlyFans. Right. Well, now it's $6.99. Wait, are we saying like $699 or $6.99? There's a decimal there. I have talked to my co-host who has seemed to be very busy lately, and he is available tomorrow and should be able to do an episode. So no one wants right. to just listen to me talk to myself. I wouldn't even want to do that. You you barely talk on this podcast. So I know. Right. So like, it would be a very quiet podcast. Right. <laughs> you, you'd, you'd ask a question and then just sit there. <laughs> yep. ah, so who do you think is going to win? <laughs> yep. It'd be that. <laughs> 50 cents. What? If I had an OnlyFans, this would be way more than 50 cents. We got to get out of here. Are you boys done? We got anything I'd else? i pay you 50 cents it, to keep was... clothes on. So, yeah, get us out of here. I was gonna say right. you should be paying us to look at the you should be paying us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh thanks for joining us. We'll be back on Thursday. Like and subscribe to this. Get our traffic up. Yes, leave us some comments too so we can uh respond to those because then talk be dirty fun. to us. Talk dirty to us. <laughs> 50 cents. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>